Welcome to Thrive in Design, a podcast about making money in beautiful interiors as it relates to product-based businesses in the interior design industry. Each week, we'll discuss innovative strategies on how to approach product development and design sales in a shifting market. I'm your host, Nicole Lachey-Ben. Today, we have Nicola Casal as a guest on the show. An accomplished interior designer, organizational leader, and executive, Nicola is the vice president of Yellow Goat Design, also known as YGD, an award-winning lighting and architectural design company. Nicola has contributed to the growth and expansion of YGD's North American division and launched the West Coast branch in 2018. Before joining YGD, in 2014, Casal worked as an interior designer for Force Perkins, a luxury architecture and interior design firm based in Washington, D.C. She earned her M.A. in interior design from the George Washington University and a B.S. in political science from West Virginia University. During her time at GW, Nicola earned the thesis award for a luxury hospitality design concept and completed a program in the retail design at the Domus Academy in Milan, Italy. I'm so excited to have you here and chat more about your experience. So welcome to the show, Nicola. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast. So cheers to that. Yes, cheers. I'm so excited that I get to be your first podcast interview. So so tell me a little bit more about your career path. Since you started on the political science journey, what really drew you to go back to school and pursue a career in interior design? So I was living and working in DC and had recently completed my internship with the White House, which was a really huge accomplishment very early on in my career. (laughs) And then I landed my first full-time salaried role as the executive assistant to the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. I stayed there until he resigned. And from there, I took a position at a public affairs company, assisting this amazing female boss. Uh, She was incredible and a really amazing mentor early on. After working with her for, for, for a few years, I really watched her perform at this high level and go after what she wanted. And I started to realize that this political path wasn't really fulfilling my interests as much as I had hoped. So with her blessing, I made the decision to pursue my passion in design. And I went back to school for my master's to uh, open up the opportunity to work in the field. I wanted to focus on commercial spaces like hotels and retail. So I knew I needed the formal education to do so. And it was very nerve wracking, but I look back and I'm so proud of myself for having the courage to switch gears at the time, it was very scary uh, because I was making great headway in the political world. And, but I'm, I'm so glad I did it earlier rather than later. And then after graduation, I worked at Forrest Perkins in DC. They specialized in luxury hospitality. So I was so honored and thrilled and excited to work with such an incredible team. I learned so much from working at an architecture and design firm. It was completely invaluable. And then along the way, I met our president and CEO, Carrie Schuster, who launched the U.S. division of Yellow Goat, and we kept in touch. And when there was an opportunity available, she hired me, and I've been here ever since, which is great. That's awesome. And I've done a lot of work with Forrest Perkins, the New York City team, when I worked at Chorus Steel. So I've always enjoyed helping them on their projects. That's great. What was that initial spark for you that 
ignited your passion for interior design. So you mentioned you made the switch, but mm-hmm. why, why? Yes, no, I, I, I agree. I, you know, I've always been extremely artistic and it's been a passion. I think from an early age, I love to draw and sketch and I was very interested in art. I, you know, I didn't pursue it in college because, you know, I think I took more of a safe path for myself. You know, I, I was thinking about going to law school and I really love learning about political science. I enjoy the subject matter and interior design at the time, West Virginia had a a program there, but I think it was more focused on residential and the nature of is it choosing pillows and fabric for a living? And, um, you know, I think as the commercial interior design world really expanded and opened up by the time I went, went back from my master's, I felt like it was a more coveted career path that I could really thrive in um, and make a living for myself. So I felt more comfortable when I did it for my master's program than I necessarily did for my undergraduate. Yeah, I love that. And it's so interesting you say the residential side and how sometimes people think of it as just, you know, picking out your curtains and your pillows. Mm-hmm. And I swear all of my friends, that's what they think that I do when I yes. tell them yes. I work in the interior design field. But it's such a wide uh, range of things that are under the umbrella of interior design, especially when it comes to commercial. I agree. I think I, I didn't even realize how, how many different career paths you can take in design until, you know, I think when I went to school, it was very focused on, I'm going to go work at a firm and I, I want to do this type of design. And it was a very narrow focus. But once I got to Forrest Perkins, it really opened my eyes to so many different paths, you know, within the product side and the sales side. And there's so many amazing different ways that you can really own your talent and find a niche for yourself in design, which, you know, I was pleasantly surprised with as I learned more about the industry when working in it. Yeah, same here. Because when I first studied interior design, I just knew that I was only going to be a designer and that was the only (laughs) option for me. So I love to hear how your path has evolved. So let's talk a little bit about Yellow Goat Design. And I love the name. The brand (laughs) name is so captivating. Tell me more about what Yellow Goat Design does. If there's a story behind the name, just tell me all the things. Sure. Well, I agree. The name is definitely memorable. Uh, Yellow Goat was founded on the Gold Coast in Australia over 20 years ago by our founder, Jersey Lesko. He was an artist and a designer and had painted this image of a yellow goat early on in his artistic years. And when he decided to launch the company of super bold creative lighting design, he used this image with intent that it was cheeky and fun and unique and would become recognizable. And as we've grown over the years, our focus still remains on custom lighting design, but we've also added architectural screens and different types of sculpture to our collection for commercial and residential interiors. But I think Jersey achieved his intent with the yellow goat because we're constantly asked about the name and clients comment that it's extremely memorable. So it really came full circle. (laughs) That's awesome. Elaborate more on the product. So you talked about the custom lighting and the screens just now. What else does yellow goat offer in terms of products? 
Sure. So really, that's our focus. Uh, custom lighting, wall-mounted sculpture, uh, and screens. And the screens are extremely sculptural as well. They can be floor-to-ceiling mounted, wall-mounted, but they're meant to be more of a sculptural aspect in the space. And our designs are the wow moment in an interior. We find ourselves in the entryways and the public spaces um, and the, the larger greeting areas where clients are first experiencing the built space and creating a moment. And that's where we tend to excel and find our product is installed. Yeah, I love that. It's really about defining that moment when people enter a space. And mm -hmm. also lighting is super important in illuminating yes. <laughs> the interior space, right? To make totally. everything look good. Yes, it's definitely custom decorative. We don't get much into architectural lighting. So it's it's definitely more sculptural in in nature. And that is our specialty. That's really where Jersey started. And the company has remained focused on that product since, which is, which is really telling of how we've grown and expanded, but also have remained true to our roots over the years. So we're going to get a little bit into what your processes look like at Yellow Go Design. But before we do that, I'd love to learn more about what you do as the vice president of Yellow Goat Design. So what are some of the initiatives that you get to lead uh, sure. in the company? Well, I'm in such a privileged position that I have the opportunity to work, work alongside a team that is absolutely amazing. And I get to be involved in a lot of different aspects of the company from business development to marketing to design development and strategy initiatives. It's so inspiring to be able to wear so many different hats. It definitely keeps it interesting. And I've learned throughout the years to prioritize and pivot between subject matters frequently throughout the day because it is constant and it's different parts of the business that I'm constantly touching throughout the year. So it's really great to kind of see it all come together and how all of the different departments work in unison to create this amazing customer journey for our clients. Yes. So let's get into that because customer journey is something that is super important for me, especially at Thrive and Design. I can nerd out about talking about, you know, the customer journey and their experience all the time. So tell us a little bit of what that looks like for Yellow Goat Design. So when a designer learns about your product, what are they coming in contact with? How do you guys really create an experience that people fall in love with your product and really are able to design that custom lighting piece for their Sure. Um, well, I believe that our design team and development process is the reason designers and developers choose to collaborate with us repeatedly. It's extremely robust, extremely detailed, and each member of our team comes from a design background. It is a requirement. So it has to be interior architecture, product design, a wide variety of experiences to provide that journey. It's really important to us then that when our clients pick up the phone, they're collaborating with a team member that has sat in their seat and can speak the design language, read their drawings, brainstorm and interpret concepts that will come to life through the end product. Our team takes a client from initial sketch through to installation and acts as a true partner very early on in the process. And we're not simply a manufacturer that's coming in on the back end. We're so much more involved than that. And we really pride ourselves on that journey. And developers and designers value us as a member of their team and 
bring us in early to accomplish just that. They want that wow moment in their space. They trust us to deliver this product that will land their project in a magazine. And they know that even upon completion, we go a step further and our marketing team comes in and goes above and beyond and pushes the press features, our video profiles and other assets that they can use internally as well. So it's not just about the product, but it's also about marketing it and getting it in front of as many eyes as possible on the back end too. And I think that they really appreciate that we value the entire journey. Yeah, I love that. So when a designer comes to you guys and they have an idea for what they want in the space, do they come with a sketch or an idea of what they're looking to create? Or do you guys kind of guide that process for the design of of your lighting pieces? It depends. Um, We always say our our products are custom built to order, but so is our process. Uh, I think sometimes designers will take a look at our website. They'll see something that inspires them and they'll want to tweak it to make it suit the interior space that they're working on. Other times they'll come to us and say, I have this amazing opportunity for this wow moment. We want you to concept it out and provide us a couple options that we can present to the ownership team. So sometimes we are working through sketches that they're providing or inspiration images or design development packages. And other times they call us very early and say, here's the stairwell or here's the entry area. And here's our story and go for it. A lot of times they give us a lot of leeway to take this and and this piece of the pie and really concept it out and make it something that can be buildable. So it, it kind of depends on what the project requires. 50-50, I'd say. <laughs> right, right. I don't think I've ever seen a company approach creating light fixtures in that way. So that seems like very unique and an opportunity for you guys to set yourselves apart from other lighting manufacturers, right? I agree. And I think our design team has the most insane talent. You know, I know that I work at Yellow Go, but even as a designer specifying Yellow Go early on in my career, I felt the same way. The designs that we produce cannot be replicated. And our design team is consistently recognized as leaders in their field. They create and innovate these amazing products. And our clients respect that and they work hard to get us on their projects because they want something unique that no one else has and that they know they can't get anywhere else from another competitor. That makes us really special. And I think that really boils down to design talent and having amazing people that can create very unique, one-of-a-kind pieces. Right. And one of the key words that you said there too was innovate. And that's one of probably my favorite words because you can innovate in a lot of different ways as an interior product company. It's innovation in the products that you're creating, innovation in the experience that you're actually providing for your clients or your designers, Mm -hmm. right? And I know we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but how do you see Yellow Goat really incorporating innovation into this whole process that you guys have? Well, I think um, in terms of materials alone, we source and experiment with lots of innovative materials. We explore the world and meet with a lot of suppliers to use materials that provide a wide range of design aesthetics to our teams. 
Uh, we work really close with our fabrication teams to even reinterpret simple materials. Um, it doesn't have to be complex, but sometimes you can take the simplest things and make it the most beautiful and refined. I also think another skill that our team possesses to innovate is the storytelling aspect. We listen closely, we research thoroughly when concepting to ensure that the final product truly represents the client's brand and their unique built space and creates that maximum impact that they hire us to provide. You know, when I listened to your first episode, I loved that concept of ACE the journey because it's not just about appearance, but it also consulting and executing. And I think that we can really relate to that process because it's such a huge importance to partner early and see them through the entire journey and innovate in a way that it's not just about the product, but it's about the process and how clients are experiencing working with our team and the communication and the resources and the assets that we provide along the way, which I believe truly innovative. I don't think anyone out there is providing the support that we do and the heavy involvement, even before you receive an order, you know, that right. takes a lot of risk on the front end, but we're so passionate about our design work that we're willing to take it. And we know that clients respect that. Yes. Thank you. And I appreciate you bringing up ACE the journey because that was something that I created over the 10 years that I've been in like A&D sales and a lot of times I didn't see the, at least the companies that I worked for really thinking about like, okay, how are we actually reaching designers and how can we break this down in a framework where we can create touch points and experiences that keep designers coming back to us? So yeah, I'm glad that that made sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did. And I, even as a designer, looking back and having you explain it that way, there are certainly companies that ace that journey and there are others that they have great product, but they can't follow through. You know, you're mm-hmm. pulling teeth to try to get customer service, pricing, samples, whatever it may be. And, you know, you can only take appearance so far where you really have to execute and provide that customer journey. And I know that the a and D reps that I worked with that provided that became real partners and friends because you could really, you know, rely on them and they gave you the support that you needed. And it was just so much easier <laughs> when you're designing because you're dealing with so many things and so many pieces of the pie. I don't think unless you sit in that seat, you really understand like how many things are coming at a designer. And I think it's a huge advantage that our team does understand that. And we're trying to take that piece of the pie off their plate and just build a relationship that they trust us, that we can do it for them. And it really takes a load off of them. And I think they're relieved that they can trust us to create this amazing design that then therefore they take to ownership. And we make them look really good too. You know, everybody wins. And even, you know, I, I think that that's an invaluable and takes a lot of commitment and a lot of time and the right team to make that happen. (laughs) For sure. For sure. That's so, I'm so glad that you guys look at that whole experience. So let's talk a little bit about challenge, a challenge that might make that experience different COVID, right? So we've been in this last, (laughs) this pandemic, which seems never ending over the last two years, right? How has that impacted how you all approach your design and development processes or or even just selling to a designer or connecting with a designer? 
Sure. Well, we love in-person meetings and relationship building like everybody else. It's there. It is it's truly invaluable, but I will say that Yellow Goat has always placed a huge importance on having a strong digital platform and visual experience through our website and our social media channels and all of our marketing assets. Because long before the pandemic, our products are eye candy and our our website has always been the most important tool for them. Pinterest is another one that clients use all the time and they find our products there. Even as a designer myself, I would scroll through Yellow Goat's website all the time for imagery, inspiration. It was just such a great tool when you're just starting thinking about, you know, what this wow moment is going to look like. And I was even impressed very early on when I was introduced to Yellow Goat that they had those tools in place already. But of course, with the pandemic, we've had to pivot and lean into our digital assets further. We launched a series called Design Stories that highlight projects through a virtual Zoom interview, usually with myself or a member of our team and the architect designer developer, which has been really fun. We've got to know them on a different level. And get designers on camera. And that's always fun, you know, a little nerve wracking too. Um, And we also definitely participated in a number of virtual press interviews. Last year, we had the opportunity to talk with Cindy Allen with Interior Design Magazine about our work at Uber headquarters here in San Francisco. That was such a huge accomplishment. We also chatted with Lux Magazine and a few others. So definitely participating in a virtual platform to stay front and center. And we released a COVID screen collection to sort of address some of the design challenges our clients were communicating to us, creating screens that were aesthetically pleasing, but also allowing for social distancing and separation. So we tried to address some of the pandemic challenges with product design. But in terms of fabrication, I would say our studio is located here in North America. And we were very lucky that we weren't really impacted too much with lead times or delivery issues. We were still able to operate at full capacity. We didn't have overseas shipping issues, material availability issues, because we source a lot of things locally. It had the opposite effect where some projects that were stuck working with other people ended up coming to us to bail them out because we were still able to meet all of our clients' delivery demands. So the pandemic, um, of course, in terms of sales and in-person interaction hurt, but I think we had the foundation in place to just lean more into our digital side and work remotely with our clients through Zoom and other platforms. So challenging, but we were able to pivot. Yeah. And that's awesome that you were able to uh, leverage systems that you already had in place, lean into those digital experiences, continue connecting with designers. And also I find it really interesting that you also created products, right, Mm -hmm. that were aligned with the demands of the market. Mm -hmm. That's always wonderful to hear. Are there any exciting things that we can look forward to for Yellow Goat in the next year? Yes, of course. Well, we're always working on exciting things. I think we're really excited to be in person. It sounds like some of these events are moving forward. We're very excited to see clients. We did participate in some in-person events last year in the later half of the year with Hospitality Design Magazine and some of the other players, press players. So definitely in person is something we're looking forward to. But I also think we are excited to launch a few new design collections. We have some amazing confidential projects in the work that when we can share, we'll definitely do some amazing video profiles. And of course, 
the release of this podcast. So, you know, this yeah. is this is so exciting <laughs> for us and we're, we're so honored that you asked us to be a part of it. Clients just love seeing new product from Yellow Goat and they love seeing our projects. I think it provides a consistent resource for inspiration and they want more. And we've definitely been leaning into video profiles. Our marketing director, Kat, has been absolutely amazing with spearheading this. And I think video and seeing things in real time are so valuable for designers, you know, all the different angles. You can only capture so much through a, you know, a, a rendering. And I think seeing these installations installed really help them understand different materiality and how lighting interacts with the space and whatnot. So videos for sure are our focus. <laughs> awesome. You guys are pioneering the space then with, with video <laughs> content, and I hope to see more of it in the industry. Nicola, thank you so much. I've definitely enjoyed learning about how you pivoted from political science to interior <laughs> design, <laughs> more about all of the innovative things you guys are working on at Yellow Goat Design. And I can't wait to see all the new collections coming up this year. If people want to find you all online, I'm going to put this in the show notes, but let us know the website or Instagram social media accounts to find you. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much again for having me. It was such an honor. You can find us on the website, www.yellowgoatdesign.com. Instagram is at yellowgoatdesign. And of course, we're on Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. YouTube and Vimeo. So <laughs> we're everywhere. You can find it. us, but the website has them all. So start there. All right. Thank you so much, Nicola, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thanks for joining us this week on Thrive in Design. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Thrive in Design. And for more strategies on how your product company can innovate in the interior design industry, head to training.thriveanddesign.co. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to create captivating content. See you next week.